Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey guys, Alex here. I just wanted to take a moment to thank everyone who's been kind enough to engage with us in recent months and give you all some important updates. Firstly, I want to thank all of you who've left us reviews, recommended us to your friends and shared our content via social media. We're only a small production company, so support like that goes a long way towards helping us grow. You people are excellent and are going to be getting bonus XP. 
Secondly, I can confirm that we are working on bringing you all a whole load of merchandise, and we'll be giving you more info on that just as soon as we finish launching the Magnus Archives, directly into people's brains via their ears. Finally, I just wanted to let you know that nominations for the People's Podcast Award are open until the end of April, and Rusty Quill Gaming is registered. It would be an amazing boost for us if we were nominated, and it's something that you can help us with right now for free. Like, you could go online, do it, and be back before the theme tune even finished. No, ser seriously, you wouldn't even need to pause it. In fact, if you'd have gone online when I said just then, you'd already be done. That's how quick it is. Just go to podcastawards.com, scroll down to Games and Hobbies, and type Rusty Quill Gaming Podcast and our URL, which is rustyquill.com. Heck, you could even vote for the Magnus Archives in the Arts category while you're there. And if you're feeling extra generous, you could nominate us for the People's Choice Award too. Just be sure to leave your name and email address to prove that you aren't a simulacrum. Our team spend a lot of time, money and effort to bring you all this content for free and it would be an amazing way to thank them for all their hard work if you were to help out by nominating us. So thanks in advance from me, all of the crew at Rusty Towers and the London Rangers we're still working on the name. Enjoy today's episode. Welcome to a special episode of the Rusty Quill Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Neal, and with me today I have... Mike LeBeau. Martin Pratt. Johnny Sims. James Ross. Oh, new faces, new people, what's uh, going on? Mine is old and tedious. Yours is old and tedious. <laughs> Familiar, yes. like an old pair of slippers that you just want to shove your foot in. You're like I'm, a coat that I keep insisting on wearing even though I know I need to get rid of it. I'm watching his face decay right now. I've got moths in my pocket. <laughs> uh, that's a curious thing to have. Yes. <laughs> so you may have noticed that it's complete, well, an almost completely different set of people today, and that's because we're doing a Meet the Crew. Now, to make our podcast happen takes a lot of people, more people than you hear in your actual podcasting ears. And so we're going to be doing a couple of these to actually meet who these people are. So without further ado, I'm going to start going around the table and introducing some people. So let's skip you, James, because we know who you are. <laughs> I'm, I'm taking the credit for anything that Sophie's done because she couldn't make it, so I'm yeah. taking her place. We, now, we do have an artist. <laughs> and her glory. We do have an artist called Sophie. Again, all the profiles are available on the website. Sophie has been doing excellent work. She couldn't be here, which is a shame, so that's why James is filling in today. Hello. Next we have... Johnny Sims. Uh, I am the narrator and writer of the Magnus Archives, uh, which you may also be listening to. You may be more familiar with spooky me. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's not how I sound ever um, on any podcast, but I'm here as well. Next we have... Martin Bratt. Yes. Now, a lot of people won't realise that technically Martin's the oldest member of Rusty Yay. Quill. He predates all of the cast, he predates <laughs> all of the rest of the crew, and why is that? Uh, because I put the website there. That's, yeah, you that's did. What that's that's <laughs> what I got and done. And he was born in 1712. Yeah. <laughs> now, the thing with Martin, he's, he's single-handedly responsible for things actually working. So Working. Well, yeah, in, in air quotes. But nonetheless, like genuinely, Martin's the reason that things make it to your devices of choice. So we're very happy to have Martin. And what do you do outside of Rusty Quill? Uh, outside of that, I actually that's actually my day job, but for uh, for Ooh, another company. A proper uh, person. A proper person. Ooh. And next we have? Uh, me, Michael Bow. I'm I'm a guy who helps <laughs> out occasionally 
doing the things. So um, Mike's going to be helping with the edits for the Magnus Archives. Yes. And yeah. a bunch of other stuff. And we've a bunch of us have already appeared on the Happy Go Lucky Scamps. Yes, it? that's so, right. Yeah, on my YouTube channel that I have outside of the Rusty Quill, indeed. which is consequentially how I managed to meet all of you guys. Oh. Um, oh, so yeah. <laughs> now, <laughs> didn't sound too happy. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. all I can say is we did a twenty-four hour live stream. James, you were there. I was. Um, you, were, for... you were quite sleepy. You were, yes. <laughs> uh, I think you were there while I was awake for hours. 27 to 31 that sounds about right so yeah it was a That's very long 24 hour <laughs> it takes a lot of setup to... <laughs> <laughs> live, live streams are there's a reason we don't do live streams they're, yeah. they're a nightmare so today we're playing a game called super fight if anyone's played cards against humanity it gets compared to that quite a lot it has a lot of similarities to it but effectively what we're going to be doing is generating, using a deck of cards, various sort of fight scenarios with ridiculous characters, and then deciding who would win, and whoever comes up with the best offering is sort of the winner for that round. So I'm going to work through the basic rules quite quickly, and then after that we'll just start playing and see how it plans out. So everyone at the start gets three white cards and five black cards. Should we draw them now? Yeah, let's draw them now. Yeah, draw one, them now. two, three, and one, two... Three, four, and five. Now, that's your hand. Next, we pick a player to be the ref for the first fight. I'll do that for the sake of ease, okay? So, I draw a white card and two black cards and place them on the table. This is our sort of antagonist. Now, your white card is your noun. So, <laughs> our antagonist is Darth Vader, who can only see movement and has no bones. <laughs> <laughs> so, now what we need to do is everyone else has to choose one white card, which is sort of their noun, it's sort of the root of the character, and then one black card, which is their offering into this gladiatorial arena for beating Darth Vader, who can only see movement and has no bones. So, everyone, pick who you're going to do. <laughs> Obviously, because I'm refing this one, I, I won't be suggesting something. James, what are you playing? I'm going to play the Child Beauty Pageant Queen. Okay. Uh, who explodes if they stop moving. <laughs> <laughs> so so you're, what you're saying is Darth Vader can definitely see you or I'm, you explode. I'm doubling down. It's, it's the thing that he would least expect. This, this is Hannibal going through the Alps in the middle of winter. I'm going to emerge with one elephant. It's going to be great. I like it. Johnny. I'm going to play a sharpshooter okay. uh, with super strength, so he can probably have either a bigger gun, a cannon... Or pull the trigger really easily. Really, really just break the gun with his super <laughs> He only he's, gets one shot. He's sharpshooting a, like a trebuchet. He's just holding a trebuchet. A very accurate trebuchet. Okay, Martin, what are you bringing to the um, table? I'm bringing George W. Bush. Love it. Uh, and he is a believer and is convinced his opponent means bodily harm to Bieber. <laughs> big, big stakes there. <laughs> Hi, and Mike. Hi. Well, I, I'm actually going to go for Martha Stewart, okay. who has a battleship. Uh, <laughs> and so I'm going to sit off the coast and bomb Vader with his no bones, possibly gelatinous frame from a distance. Okay, now the ref picks a direction left or right. I'm going to pick left, okay? Ooh. So all of you pick the worst card that you have that's a black card and then pass it and play it against the person to your left. So, for instance, James, whatever you play will be coming into effect on Martha Stewart with a battleship. You want to sort of cripple that character. You want to render it impotent and useless so that yours can reign supreme. Do I play it out loud? So, James, what are you playing? I'm going to play uh, 
So Martha Stewart has a battleship, but she's three stories tall, so <laughs> she's just going to fall off oh. or, or sink it. Oh, you've scuppered my plan. Yeah. <laughs> you sunk his battleship. Oh. <laughs> Mike, what are you playing against Martin? So George W. Bush is a believer and is convinced his opponent means Bieber bodily harm. But unfortunately, he's also pregnant, <laughs> um, which means that he's going to find it very difficult to move and possibly will need a good lie down for a long period of time. <laughs> The idea of him spawning more oh, jumping bushes. Yeah. <laughs> Martin. Um, Cripple Johnny's character. Maybe a sharp shooter, but he's also wearing a suit of armour, which is going <laughs> to strongly impede his ability to operate any kind of firearm. <laughs> I mean, it's true, but he's also very protected. He's a sharp shooter, traditionally a very static profession. Oh. He's super strong and armoured. I mean... Have you ever oh. worn a, a suit of armour helmet, like... You can't see I'm wearing one right now, as far as the <laughs> at home know. And your child beauty pageant, Queen James, yes. uh, is Blows handcuffed to a golf cart. <laughs> <laughs> so your beauty pageant queen, who has to keep moving or she'll explode, is handcuffed to a golf cart, which presumably she's driving, otherwise she'll die. Yeah, if it goes below 50 miles an hour, it explodes. There's a film in that, I'm yeah. sure. Somewhere there, big there is, money. Yeah. I'd, I'd cast someone with like a plastic face or like with no emotion. I want someone. I want, I want a tabula rasa that people can project themselves onto <laughs> to play the child beauty pageant queen. I think that would that would be good. What okay. she's got is she's got one foot on the accelerator and the other skipping slightly outside <laughs> of the golf cart with her hand on the wheel for dear life. That technical <laughs> system is known as the semi flint. Oh, I see. <laughs> so now that we've got all that set up, we have to figure out who's going to win. It's all oh. each versus Darth Vader, though, not. Battle Royale, so it's a, it's a targeted one. So Darth Vader, who can only see movement and has no bones. Now, the thing that I'm thinking, though, is that Darth Vader is already mostly robotic, mm. given the whole that's robotic arms, robotic legs. So having no bones isn't actually that much of a disadvantage, because that's pretty much his basic state anyway. He's going to have an exoskeleton. What need has he for an endoskeleton? Indeed. Also, so, I mean, essentially, he is like a jelly in a mould. Mm. Um, pretty he's, much. He's just being held together as a gelatinous ooze. And so, also, Darth Vader, A... The Force has nothing to do with your bones. It's all to do with midichlorians in your blood. Oh, of course, uh, I forgot. Now, the really awkward thing I'm noticing, though, is that, yes, Darth Vader can only see movement, but he's got the Force, so he can also quite literally see the future, including the future, like, half a second in front. That's, that's how their Jedi reactions work. So you're getting a bit of an issue with a character who has no bones and it doesn't matter and can only see movement, but can sense people without seeing them. Ah, does he have the Death Star at this point? I'm going to go ahead and say no. So this is, okay. this is Vader pre-Death Star. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to have to rule out George W. Bush, though, because, I mean, if Obi-Wan Kenobi can sense when a thousand voices cry out in peril, okay, George Bush is pregnant. Vader's <laughs> sensing that. He knows. Also, There's no way you're sneaking up on Also, Vader. to be fair, you're probably... George Bush is probably singing Justin Bieber hits under his breath. Oh, yeah, just all true. the time. Like, I'm, af I'm afraid, like, I don't see... Correct me if I'm wrong, anyone, but I, I think Bush is just out of this. He's going to be very erratic at this point. Yeah. He, is, he is hormonal, he is a believer, <laughs> and he believes that Darth Vader is going to cause bodily harm to Bieber. To Bieber. That is a powerful force. That is stronger than the force, Although, I would be willing note, to believe. it is George W. Bush, not... President George W. Bush. Oh. Oh. I was, he's in civilian life. He's taken time out from his wonderful painting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be honest. Like I, I just think Bush is out of it for yeah, me. Yeah, I'm sorry. Right. So that's yeah. leaving us with Martha Stewart, who has a battleship and is three stories tall. The child beauty the pageant child queen beauty that pageant, explodes yes. as they stop moving. Also, they're handcuffed to a golf cart. Let's be honest. That is that's that acts out straight away because either the child beauty pageant queen can sit in the golf cart and explode, and that's fine. 
if the Child Beauty Queen and the golf cart is near Darth Vader, but probably not. The problem probably is, not. is she's gonna she's just gonna bomb it at Darth Vader at yeah. full pelt, and he just needs to use the force to stop her, and she'll yeah. explode. Does, uh, does Martha Stewart's battleship have a small exhaust point no bigger than a wombra? <laughs> <laughs> Also, actually, we haven't really discussed where this is taking place. In Superfight, uh, if no- nothing is specified, uh, then it is assumed to take place in downtown Manhattan. Downtown Manhattan. Okay, okay. Well, that's, that is logical. Okay, so we're in downtown so, Manhattan. So, on, on the one hand, a series of waterways where you could stage the battleship. Yeah. On the other hand, you've got a battleship and you're fighting an infantry war. That's like that. you've got an artillery piece that you're using to fight a single infantryman. That's, that's very true. And I've also got precise. Rihanna, as far as I'm aware, from the hit film Battleship. Um, <laughs> right. So, oh, so, that's true. You know, so, not has saying. a battleship. Has battleship. has battleship, yeah, just so, the film So it's Martha Stewart waving a DVD, but yeah. she's massive. Yeah, that's, she's that's three stories, she's but she could frisbee that straight at Darth <laughs> Oh, it's Vader. a three stories tall yeah. uh, copy yeah. of Battleship, battleship. Well. Yeah, she, uh, could, she could use it, like hold it up to the sun and use it to reflect sunlight into the eyes of Darth yeah, Vader. Yeah, that's that's huge, that's a really big DVD. And like, then, that's probably enough to melt him. Yeah, Darth Vader's only tiny. It'd be like the walkie-talkie building. Like, he'd bend it slightly, I imagine, Martha Stewart with her big domestic hand. <laughs> she, she, she'd mould it like she was she was kneading dough mm. uh, except what she'd really need is the destruction of Darth Vader and okay so, so Martha Stewart's it. a good contender and I'm, I'm Johnny gonna, what was yours I'm going to politely uh, withdraw I've got a sharpshooter with super strength and a suit of armour now that's a tough one that's a tough mm. one because I mean the thing with the suit of armour super strength combo means that's a big chunk of armour yep. what we're doing here is we're working our, we're dancing around the fact that you're, you're bringing a tank to the table here, like yeah, a literal yeah. tank, because he's got super strength, so he can just carry yeah, a tank no, as his armour. Yeah. Or her armour, in fairness. You could carry Martha Stewart, even though she's three stories tall. We could work on together a battleship, yeah. on uh, a battleship. But that's not how it works. <laughs> only one of us can come out. There can be only one. <laughs> there yeah. can be only one. If anybody was going to assemble a coalition of the willing against Darth Vader, it would be George W. Bush. So <laughs> That's true. And he's, he's already he's got all of these comrades. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So I'm I'm going to leave this open to the table now. Who do we think? Sharpshooter who is it's eh. like he's very still so Darth Vader can't easily see him, but fundamentally I don't really see what he's actually bringing against Darth Vader in terms of violence. Mm, I mean, if, if if Darth Vader can stop laser blasts, which despite the fact mm. we all see them on the film, yep. technically move at the speed of light, yep. I feel like a bullet would be a short order. No, absolutely. Uh, and I think Martha Stewart being three stories tall, that's a big windpipe. That's huge, yeah. Mm. Like, he is going to have real trouble crushing that, especially without any bones. I agree. Mm. Wouldn't he just wow. lodge the DVD in her throat? <laughs> he could try. He could try, but this is a huge... We're talking huge I mean, bear in mind, we, wa- we watched in... I can't believe I remember this. In Attack of the Clones, you watch Yoda struggle under carrying a column. He says size doesn't matter. He's lying. Like, he lies through his teeth at Luke. Size matters <laughs> in the Force. I, I think Martha Stewart's clinched that. I'm gonna, I'm, yes. Unless someone disagrees, I'm going to have to give that to Martha Stewart. Oh yeah. my god, this is the first time I think I've ever won something so, in a card game. In which case then, we uh, Darth we Vader do? has been killed, Martha Stewart goes into the sort of a discard pile, the and discard then pile? we just redo. So you are the referee this time, Mike. Ooh. You are not um, playing a character. You are instead drawing the antagonist from okay. these piles here. So that's one white and one two white, blacks. Two black. Okay, so you guys ready? We are fighting... A musketeer mm. who, first of all, can match opponent size, Ooh. and secondly, is invisible. Ooh. So he can match someone's size, but you'd never know. <laughs> <laughs> also, you may not even know he's a musketeer, or she for that matter. 
Ooh. So there's a subtlety to this one yeah. that was lacking mm. in Darth Vader with no bones. <laughs> I assume the primary weapon of a musketeer is a musket, so at least he's not silent in his fighting. He's it's, going to be spending a good three minutes, like, tamping down the gun column. <laughs> <laughs> Let's assume that they, they tamp down the gun ahead of time so that you don't just ha- see nothing but hear... Yeah. Right. With a large rack of also invisible muskets. <laughs> this gun is pre-tamped. He also has a conveyor belt of pre-tamped guns. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that musketeers, you, if you're a musketeer, you would have a sword and you would also have a musket. What are you playing, Martin? Well, I'm going to uh, go for one of the the best sort of thing riders in history of Genghis Khan. Oh, wow. Ooh, okay, yeah, the he's... thing that I'm going to give him to ride is a tank. <laughs> so that's Genghis Khan driving a tank. Musketeer's so going to have a hard time getting through that's that. That's yeah. tough. That's terrifying. That's that's t- that you is. can be as invisible as you want and the size of a tank, but... You know, you're still fleshy. And I would argue that tank. he has to be the size of Genghis Khan. I, I, I'd be willing to debate that. Well, I am going to say high school marching band. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but with acid blood. So as soon as a wealth of undefended targets, mm. but as soon as the musketeer invisibly stabs even one of them. Ooh. Oh. Clever. Uh, I'm going to play the disembodied head. Of course, the size of normal head. So when the musketeer shrinks oh, down, nice size ah. of a head. But the disembodied head can summon an army of internet trolls, <laughs> <laughs> some of which are a normal size <laughs> and could probably stamp a musketeer, a tiny invisible musketeer, that's, to death. That's a really strong contender. That's awesome. You see, I was approaching this from much more like how do we deal with the subtlety of the character. So I'm a little bit of a different one here. Now it's Sherlock Holmes. Okay, okay. key okay. for his observation, the kind yep. of person yeah. who notices yeah. things. Out of place, even if someone was invisible. Mm-hmm. But I thought I'd up the stakes. Sherlock Holmes, who's lived his entire life unable to see. <laughs> Whoa! He has, oh, he, has, <laughs> he has all of the deductive powers of Sherlock Holmes, but never learned to rely on petty eyes. <laughs> wow. So, uh, so he has that card. <laughs> <laughs> so he's got impeccable hearing. He has perfect hearing, amazing sense of smell. Musketeer if he happens to bump well. into the musketeer, he'll be able to tell age, point of origin. Trouble is, yeah. it's Sherlock Holmes, not Sherlock Holmes and Watson, and Watson's the one with the gun. Yeah. Oh. oh! And Holmes is the one who really enjoys cocaine. So if he smells <laughs> that around... Or, or not. Possibly. Or might get a bit distracted. Yeah, well, where's the cocaine? Found it! Found it! Brilliant! Great! Mystery let, me, let me tell you all about me for many hours. <laughs> so which way around are we uh, going? Oh, shall we go, seeing as we went clockwise last time, shall we go counterclockwise okay. this time? So we'll start with Mr. Newell. Mm. So you have to negate oh, the disembodied head. You have to negate some the other way. I had a really good one Here we going go. that way around. So oh, sorry, your disembodied head may be able to summon an army of internet trolls, but the head itself is a baby. <laughs> oh. It's a baby's head. If anything, you've accentuated my advantage. <laughs> now, I'd like you to find me a baby capable of having the mental acumen required to summon an army of internet trolls, so much as lying there going, why am I only a head? Why am I here? Where is my mother? Uh, they're internet trolls. It's dead easy. It's a woman baby. <laughs> uh, I feel like my card has been negated somehow. <laughs> Hashtag Gamergate. <laughs> if you say it three times, they appear. And we kill them all. <laughs> Okay, so the high school marching band might have acid blood, but they also have tiny bird legs. <laughs> <laughs> they, they march adorably. Um, 
it's just very disquieting. <laughs> yeah. But if anything, all you've done is made them a more appealing target to the musketeer. Have you ever seen a chicken run? Not the film franchise, but literally a chicken running. That yeah. is terrifying. Yeah, exactly. They can run quick. Well, they've also done a shrunk the size of the musketeer. That's true. <laughs> That's yeah. true. Who is also yeah. invisible. Who is yeah. also and now invisible. walking among well, them. Well, I mean, you guys have all been relatively unsuccessful in sort of negating us, but I'm going to completely destroy Genghis Khan driving a tank. Oh, God. Because <laughs> it's made of paper. Oh! oh! But then again, oh. paper cuts. Oh, they're the worst. They are. Are they, they worse than a tank shell? Is that there? <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Think, yeah. I, I feel like Genghis Khan would be quite, quite weak in a paper tank. Having never been to war, I can confidently say <laughs> that a paper cut is far worse than a tank. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the, if the pen is mightier than the sword, then the paper is the perfect defence. <laughs> Yes. Also, yes. I'd like to point out that Genghis Khan has started a land war in Asia and like even with a tank I reckon that's going to be a problem but the, the problem mm. with Genghis Khan is he's going to be going ha ha horse bow and then he's going to get shot by an invisible musketeer quite quickly straight through the tank I mean there's, there's such a thing as a, a learning curve that's too steep to learn and getting shot might be one of them shot through the heart mm. and I am to blame mm. you give love a bad name <laughs> go on then um, try and beat Sherlock Holmes who can't see well what what I'm going to do? A musketeer is very has has a very good weapon for destroying things that are sort of balloon shaped, like say a blimp. Oh, oh no. no! So Sherlock Holmes can't see, but he's in a blimp. Yeah. Let's can see I... how good his sense of smell is I... from a thousand feet in there. Can I clarify this? So Sherlock Holmes that can't see. So we've got Sherlock Holmes that can't see in a blimp. Is it that he now specifically can't see, but only when he's in a blimp? Could he, <laughs> could he negate that by, for instance, stepping off the blimp? Look, he's in a blimp. If he steps off the blimp, he falls. Yeah. Now, I, correct me if I'm wrong here, but blimps need to take off and land at some point. So I'm going to suggest that he maybe does that during one of the times when it's Actually, attached Actually, it depends ground. on the blimp. A, a number of them during the golden age of the blimp would never see ground because it would affect the buoyancy and it was too inefficient to let that much air and put it back in. So they would mast. So that's why the Empire State Building has that big thing on top of it. It was originally put there so that they would eventually be able to moor blimps against it. Oh. I, I didn't hear that as an interesting fact. I heard that as, James, I don't want your help. <laughs> <laughs> I spit on your assistance. Also, you do have to remember we are in downtown Manhattan because it has not oh, been yeah. otherwise specified. Oh, yeah. so, so this this blimp's getting moored at the first opportunity. Sherlock Holmes is going to go get down, off. pinpoint the musketeer, go back up to the blimp, and then I just crash think, it. I don't yeah. think Sherlock Holmes can actually get off the blimp for the purposes for the purposes of this fight. He is in a blimp. Oh. We'll have to assume that the musketeer can disappear in that time, given that he is in, or she is invisible. The musketeer could go on the blimp. Well, Mike, you're going to have to, you're gonna have to arbitrate. We've got too many options. He's going to shoot the blimp out of the sky. Very slowly, with very small holes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a war of attrition. Basically, take one shot, and then while he's tapping it, just watch it slowly <laughs> land down here, and then take another shot, and incrementally take it down. Um, I think this is really difficult. So, what have we got, just to recap? So, we've got Sherlock, Sherlock Holmes, Holmes in a blimp. Can't, can't see, see, and he's in a blimp. We've got a disembodied head that is... A, a baby's disembodied head, but it can summon an army of internet trolls. Okay. A high school marching band with tiny bird legs, but with acid blood. Mm. And uh, Genghis Khan driving a tank made of paper. Now, you see, I've, I've got a bit of a theory here. So, I think, actually, the strongest contender 
personally, I think is Genghis Khan at this point. Because, Ooh. let me explain. Controversial. So, you, you will need to explain yourself very well. It's <laughs> <laughs> a very controversial position. I don't think he needs to explain Because we're all, <laughs> yeah. we're all fairly certain that you were wrong. So this yeah. is going to yeah, be quite the speech. So what's going to happen is, the musketeer, who is invisible and can match the opponent's size, would now be the size of Genghis Khan. Sure, sure. He's now going to take a shot at the tank, which will invariably, with Genghis Khan inside this paper tank, it will more than likely go through and through the tank and miss Genghis well, Khan. Statistically, that's yeah, that's fair. fair. Yeah. At which point, Genghis Khan will then be able to discern the direction of the shell or the shot coming through the tank, burst through in a fit of rage and massacre the hell out of the musketeer. Unwrapping himself like a murder present. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Like a See, sexy stripper, like... but not. <laughs> of death. From a cake that's actually a paper tank. Okay, fine. Yeah. I, th I feel like you're <laughs> underestimating, though. The musketeer is a trained musketeer. Mm. This is a musketeer who knows what they're doing and would probably just need to, like make a point of running away a little bit and yeah that's kind of dealt with yeah i'm yeah, gonna be honest true. i'm thinking that i'm thinking that the um the marching band has it because that's a delicious target mm. and the more the musketeer attacks the war the worse the situation gets that's true also i would point out that the musketeer will likely be french meaning that <coughs> an army of internet trolls and genghis khan i mean they're not speaking the same language music the universal language. <laughs> <laughs> that, makes, that makes it so, easy. No, no, Johnny, Johnny, you've made the fatal mistake there of assuming that having your communications interceptable by the enemy is a strategic advantage. <laughs> <laughs> Historically, that is not the case. Exactly. Because the is this key, an elaborate double here? bluff that you're completely oh, next yes. to is going to lull him into a true sense of security? Well, the thing is, the key of the marching band's entire strategy is to get stabbed. And lose. Right. It, it, it's, if, yeah, he's right. I mean, if let's say the musketeer... The, the marching band has, what, 100 people? Yeah, let's maybe. say the musketeer stabs 40, okay? The mm -hmm. majority is still surviving, and there's 40 people's blood's worth of acid. Spread everywhere. all over I mean, the first Manhattan. person, the first person he stabs, all right, that's his sword gone. Yeah. Also, I do want to point out that if he were to take a shot, you have to remember, he does have at least one shot before he has to retamp the musket. Mm. So... If he takes one shot, that shot is going to go through one person into the next one. Essentially, he could get three people with one shot. Sure. Depending on the distance that the marching band is Or they might go at. through the tiny bird legs. Two additional Ooh. two additional points. Firstly, the acid splash. Because it's high school marching band, they're going to be marching in formation. You kill one, mm. splash, and there's going to be a domino effect. Yeah. Uh, no, they've to got to, they're, obviously they're resistant to their own acid. Otherwise, it would melt through their Oh, their whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, now we're bringing in kind of sound. You see, I was going to jump to your defence saying, have you seen a marching band? That much coordination? Have they you? just swap key and everyone knows to spread out. Yeah, yeah. But but you're losing me on this extra features? Come also, on. Well, like, obviously, like, obviously the acid doesn't melt their veins. Oh, no, no. They're on a time through. limit. They, they, they only have the time that they can take to get to the musketeer before their own innards burn them to death. Have you ever put a tiny bird in a bath of acid? It doesn't go well. Martin, also, stop sharing. Also, <laughs> when we say acid blood, that's quite a broad range of acids. So it could be an extremely strong acid or it could be like Cit vinegar which, or citric acid. So yeah. they might have like blood lemon made of lemon juice. juice. In which case, that's just like people who are going to die very soon. It's so a very valid When they point. die, loads of middle class people come out with their plates of salmon. <laughs> oh, this is perfect. Hopefully they'll do it on pancake day. I'm gonna have it with kale. Johnny, I feel like your character's dying due to basically lack of specificity. Well, I mean, I was assuming that by acid blood they were referring to the acid blood trope. Assuming makes an ass out of you and acid blood. That's not how that works. Yeah, 
Well, I'm going to remove Sherlock Holmes because he's currently trapped in a blimp, unable to operate it because he can't see. So let's just let's just get Sherlock Holmes. He tries, out of that and there's scenario. a horrible blimp crash. Yeah. <laughs> okay, all right, and. I don't know, I'm still feeling that maybe the army of internet trolls is possibly a contender, because you don't know how big this army is. I mean, it, with them being internet trolls, it could just be a group of people going, oh, we don't know what to do in a social oh, situation. wait, hang on. And then you put them on An the internet. An army of internet trolls, we all know that the way that trolls operate is that one troll will open six or seven accounts claiming to be multiple people so to get their job done. Uh, so this army, in inverted commas, is actually oh. about four people <laughs> who have 70 different social media accounts each to make a big noise and about And no it. combat training, crucially, the, against an invisible musketeer. The musketeer isn't going to know about this because he exists in an era before social media. So he's mm. not going to know about the massive numerical inferiority. Unless possibly he's a musketeer who has come into the present era to downtown Manhattan specifically on a quest. That's true. Well, I mean, to clarify Just this, to mess given up a baby's head. At least, okay, an army, right? Uh, what the, better cause? The term army implies uh, more than one person. Yeah. Now <laughs> that, that I will concede. <laughs> Most armies have more than one person. Yes. My, my argument's like a stool is constructed on three legs. <laughs> so the disembodied head of a baby, like that. So what? what, that, what that, that's going to do is shrink the musketeer down to the size of a baby's head. Oh, baby's head yeah. Then that presupposes that even if the musketeer is really, really tiny at that point, that um, like one single normal sized person just by walking around eventually by random chance is just going to step on the musketeer the size of the baby's head. And it's a musketeer. It's not going to, I mean, mm. musketeers traditionally don't tend to use saber. They tend to use epee. It's a stabbing weapon. It's basically a person versus a mosquito. Yeah, mm. it also just says that it's only the musketeer that, that shrinks down in size, not his, either oh, his musket, musket or his sword. Oh, so that's, that's a good yeah. point. That's a perfectly normal size. I would musket draw your attention to the word can. <laughs> oh, I see. Oh, no. So it's his choice whether or not he's able to. I, I mean, I don't want to be the one to just can do it. cause all of your intricately constructed <laughs> arguments to tumble. <laughs> but he doesn't have to be the size of a baby's disembodied head. So you just he have a baby's a head that's going to get punted at the first opportunity. <laughs> and then your untrained internet trolls, who are basically just the average 21st century person, but a bit mean they're yeah. going to get massacred one at a time well but they're all perfectly expendable which means that I think you should commission me as the winner because then they <laughs> will all die at least you're doing a public service yeah, exactly. how do you defeat uh, a disembodied head it's already disembodied well at that point you have an NFL commentator on the side going and the musketeer is lining up the shot <laughs> <laughs> and it's out of the park also I don't actually, know how American football also, <laughs> Right, um, you're going you're gonna to have to eliminate some people. Mate. Okay, all right. So I'm afraid, I'm, I think I'm going to eliminate the baby's head. This I think is the... worse than racism. <laughs> <laughs> I, think that, I think that we've kind of, we picked apart the argument. The stool has toppled, yeah, unfortunately, is, to one funny. side at least. <laughs> um, which leaves us with Genghis Khan in a paper tank, or alternatively, the high school marching band with chicken legs You're filled. apparently rapidly melting. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, do you know what? I, I actually... I might take this to a consensus, seeing as we're down to two. Go so, Martin, do you want to kick us off? Which would you... Uh, I'm going to go with for Genghis Khan. You're going to go with Genghis Khan. Because that's, that's, that's my card. card. Yeah. I think you're all being very unfair about acid blood, so <laughs> I'm sticking with my high school marching band. Okay. James Ross. Oh, I think it is going to be the high school marching band. Okay. Sheer attrition and numbers, high yeah. school marching band. And the high school players. marching band it is. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Well played. So, next up, Martin, you are refereeing. Everyone, Stack up on cards. Who is our antagonist, Martin? 
what we've got is uh, a wizard. Okay. And that wizard lays exploding eggs. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And? And is armed with a shotgun that shoots shotguns. shotguns. Oh, <laughs> goodness gracious me, that's quite a powerful card. I really want to play that in World of Warcraft. <laughs> Does it, is it a shotgun? So the, the things that it shoots are shotguns which subsequently shoot? Or are they just like... Well, I, pre- I would presume it's not shotguns that are shooting, it's just actual shotguns. Mm. But, I mean, you think of that flying at you at speed. Arguably, that's more damaging than some shot. Mm. How fast As does the referee, I think... Um, I think it's well, your, your decision. What I essentially see is a wizard that is guarded both from the front with his shotgun that shoots shotguns, creating a sort of volley of fire, mm. either shotguns or shotguns that are shooting shots. Some of them might go off sporadically. Uh, and then also is protected from the rear with his exploding eggs. So I think you're going to... Any, anyone who could attack this wizard from the side might be at a distinct does, does advantage. He have, does he have some sort of... Does he have like a cutaway robe at the back? Uh, yes. Okay. Is he going in for surgery? Is that why he's got a cutaway robe? Has well, he got a, is the surgery to address the fact that he's got a cloaca through which he lays eggs? Is uh, that it, the... Well, yes. it'll be presumably steel-lined or something similar. There's a manufacturing what? process <laughs> happening in that cloaca. He's, he's, he's also a wizard, so he is a magic as well. Yeah, okay. This he is, this is a really tough one. Yeah, medical yeah. science is the real magic. Yeah. <laughs> Go on I've then, just Johnny. got a view of this wizard kind of stood, but with his body horizontal... And so, with from one end, he's just spraying <laughs> eggs, and from the other, he's firing a shotgun, so, which invariably fires. So, shotguns. as long as you're coming at him laterally, laterally. you're okay. So, uh, the devil is coming after him. Oh, Ooh, big play, yes. big play from, from Johnny. He gets his power, and not just the devil, a hundred of them. A hundred oh, of, of the devil. Wow. Wow. Okay, so I'm going to fight the uh, wizard with uh, Katniss Everdeen. Uh, who will be drawing a character card as her 500 pound pet that is going to be a fainting goat a 500 pound fainting goat (laughs) okay the the, the stakes are really the stakes are really quite high to the point where I'm not sure what I can bring to this table Um, hmm, okay right well as I have insufficient power I'm going to have to go for the uh, for the chaos play evil doll evil doll whose bottom half is a ninja (laughs) (laughs) known to find the weakest points of their enemy and attack laterally. (laughs) Weakest points of his enemy is childhood innocence. I think you're fine. (laughs) Bye, you. It just says it's an evil doll, not an actual, like, Moving doll. <laughs> but the bottom half is a ninja, so it's a it's just a ninja with a doll hat. That's what's going on here. Traditionally, all the ninjas' art moments are on the upper half of their body. Ah, well, that could be. A I know. Bit yeah, awkward. but the technical wording is the bottom half of the evil doll is a oh, ninja. Oh, an entire ninja. Oh, you got an entire. Oh, so you've got oh, a just ninja the... and then the top half of a doll, just kind of perched on the top. Like well, some I'll, kind I'll, of I'll, I'll I'll put this to the group. The technical wording is bottom half is ninja. Do we just mean he has a sort of ninjutsu bottom half, like garbed as a ninja, or an actual ninja is the doll's bottom half? I think it's funny to have an actual ninja as the doll's bottom half, because then you've just got like a doll's head on the top, and that implies that the ninja is very heavily into 1990s Riot Girl music. <laughs> <laughs> I, think I would agree. Be, yeah, I think that's a yeah, strong character choice. Okay, there we go yeah, then. I think, yeah, the ninja, it should be the doll's bottom is a ninja. Well, just there we go, just that specific part. <laughs> um, yes, 
And so my my gambit, which I'm going to lay down, is actually the Marshmallow Man. Oh, big plan. Oh. To absorb any possible eggs or alternatively shotgun fired uh. shotguns. <laughs> and, uh, well, it's not just the Marshmallow Man. It's 50 of them. Oh, wow. the stakes here are very high. 50 marshmallow men in an army only fit for a campfire and sticks. Mm. Well, I'm going to go ahead and just concede Possibly this one smells. as well. Like, the power levels at play here are far in excess <laughs> of my 9, ninja thousand. Yeah. <laughs> Unless people think that the element of surprise and sneaking up from the side is genuinely sufficient to keep this evil doll ninja in the race. Let's see what gets played on it. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see what happens. So, which way are we heading? Oh, uh, we are going to our left. Well, your fainting goat is wearing sharpened stilettos. So yeah. it's <laughs> harder for it to balance. <laughs> um, your evil doll Bottom uh, half ninja, ninja combination is... Fantastic um, and doesn't need modification anyway. Armed with an axe. Not, oh. not the most elegant weapon. Okay. I've got an axe No, just wielding. the evil doll part is armed with the axe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just a tiny, tiny, tiny adorable little axe. Like, it's, a, it's the, the cleaving alternative to a toffee hammer. Like that's the scale we're talking. Well, like I said, I'm going for chaos in this one. I'm afraid that your 50 marshmallow men are all narcoleptic. Oh. <laughs> They've had too oh. much coke. Actually, all I've done is provide downtown Manhattan with the sweetest feast they've ever had. S'mores for all. Downtown Manhattan seems to keep getting attacked by Marshmallow Man. I, mean, I know these ones aren't giant, but there's, lo- there's, there's 50 lots of them. of them. What they didn't notice is that last time a Marshmallow Man was there, it was pregnant and it laid. <laughs> This is why they won't take marshmallows on planes anymore. Mm. Luckily, this wizard isn't making any loud noises that could wake up all the marshmallows. <laughs> <laughs> That's fortunate. Um, and uh, you're, you're a 100 devils. devils. That's 100 like the devils. 100 That's a big plane, the 100 the devils. I don't know, but uh, they're allergic to all animals. Uh, oh, no. Literally every animal. So that man who's walking his dog down the street as he slowly passes the 100 devils and they all break out into some that sort of 500, That 500 uh, pound fainting goat. That's exactly. A, yeah. oh, That's going to be a big problem, literally. Mm. Well then. Oh, this is quite difficult. So I think, I mean, I think the devil being allergic to all animals might be a problem, particularly there's 100 of them, because the devil, of course, is goat from the waist down. So that he's true. allergic to his uh, own legs. Now, but the question is the severity of this allergy. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, also, antihistamines are a thing. That's true, It's actually. the devil. The devil's known for being wily. I feel like he'd stock up on antihistamines just so he could win on a technicality. Yeah, but could he, the devil afford them, though? Because the devil obviously opposes the NHS. So he's thrown back on the NHS. But he does it? hold the licensing to all rock and roll music that was ever made. And he is behind Big Pharma. Oh, yeah, good point. I feel I feel like the devil's basically got this one in the bag. If you had an allergic yeah, reaction, would anyone be able to tell with all that sort of red skin? Maybe yeah, that's what break, it break is. Break out in redness and swelling. He's just a normal guy. He's just half a goat. He's just swollen a little bit. Yeah. You can hardly tell. He used to be a violinist, like a really good one, and now he's, now he's quite cross Suddenly all the time. I feel really bad for the devil in South Park. I mean, he was already a sympathetic character. Yeah. But, but honest, honestly, I mean, like... He's so bulbous, and it's just it's just this poor guy. Well, I anyway, mean, he's going to beat up a wizard. Yeah, I, a hundred times. I mean, the, the the wizard with shotguns though, and exploding it. Like, I feel like this is a wizard who's just like, right, no one comes near me, this and is... just fires everything at all times. Mm. Absolutely, but fundamentally, wizards traditionally get their power 
from the devil. Mm. Depending on your universe. Uh, I, I think, Depending on your universe. The ultimate, the ultimate source of all evil versus just like some guy who can like be tedious at parties and likes <laughs> juggling. Like, I think... And uses that as going a, with the, it, I just like to ramp up the power of the. He is an actual wizard, not he's not, not, a, a, not a magician. Right. Which, which tier is he on? Is he is he Harry Potter? Is he you know more like fantasy oh, yeah, wizard that's, that's from of point. all time? You know, uh, is going he with the old style, old style sort of Gandalfy. Gandalf. Okay. 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 So it's Gandalf who lays eggs. <laughs> <laughs> And is armed with a shotgun. Did I, yeah. Shoot you sense. shall not pass <laughs> yeah. as he bends so over. So let's break this down then. All we have in Johnny is is raw power. Oh yeah. Like the devil, a hundred devils, even with antihistamines in tow, is still it's still raw I mean, power. He might be a little bit out of it, like a little bit dizzy. With, he's but, got a bit of a head cold. What, like, yeah. Extremely. Actually, can I? Just, I'm going to throw a little bit of a spanner in the works because okay. I know with antihistamines you can only buy so many of them over the counter, and also that means it is the devil repeated one hundred times. Oh yeah. Oh. One good system, wouldn't it? You'd have to go to so many chemists in order to get that He's many. He's got the time. Yeah. <laughs> While this mm. wizard is kind of wrecking mm. downtown Manhattan. It would. It would. No. It would be. It would pose a significant delay. See, mm. the uh. thing is, is with the Katniss fainting go. What I'm thinking is, you're a one-shot wonder. I mean, five hundred pound isn't actually that big. So you're going to have to arrange for this goat to be effectively on top of the wizard as it is in order for the fainting to come into effect. I mean, Katniss brings to the table, what, bow and arrow and public support? Well, also being a very strong female role model. Uh, I think of all of the options, I am the most empowered and empowering. And I don't think that should be ignored. And I think that anybody that argues with that is a massive sexist. So I'm just going to continue exactly in the same trend I was saying before and just go, well, empowering feels like a verb that shouldn't happen when there's wizards involved. Mm. Yeah, but Katniss's true power comes from within, mm. which which is more important. Gonna, Isn't that the real lesson? I'm going to go ahead and say, though, that my true power comes from the fact that <laughs> I have the element of surprise and an axe. Yeah, that's fine. I feel like sneaking up on someone and axing them in the head, and it will definitely be the head because that's the part of the ninja that's holding the axe. Yep. Although I don't think the element of surprise actually makes so much of a difference with this wizard because he's mm. he lays exploding eggs. It doesn't say anything about on command. It doesn't say oh, that yeah, it's. That's true. It doesn't say that it's when he wants to. So lay you're saying that when eggs. I shock this wizard, he just goes, <laughs> ah, boom. Yeah. I'm saying that he's constantly laying exploding eggs, meaning that you can surprise him, fine. But can you surprise a randomly deposited exploding? If you egg? sneak up on a landmine, what tactical advantage? <laughs> well, what I'm assuming is that the ninja, landmine. the ninja will get blown away, propelling what's left of the evil doll, still wielding its axe towards the wizard. <laughs> I admit that my entire tactic relies on the wizard not having the foresight to just spin in a circle firing. However, I still maintain that I stand a chance. That's fair enough. I've gone for solid absorption, to be honest with you. 50 marshmallows. But they're all asleep. The devil, even if the devil's getting loads of antihistamines from 50 different chemists. No, but I... I he's still going to get them before your sleepy marshmallows. Narcolepsy <laughs> just means that you're, you'll periodically nod off and then wake up again. If there's 50 of you, I think you'd neatly offset that. There's going to be at least two-thirds, three-quarters of you that are going to be awake any time. Yeah, and it's you can get stress. woken up. Yeah, yeah like you can I'm go gonna, narcolepsy, gonna, you can go under and then get woken up again. I'm going to say what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that this is going to be going to have to be some sort of numbers game so okay. I'm going to eliminate the ninja and ah. Katniss, and Katniss. Oh. they were oh. massive sexist I think that Katniss can... ninjas are a race yeah. <laughs> Katniss can, can die a martyr show. and uh, sort of spread the message even further she had her own promotional VTs you know she yeah. had so much stuff to give well, she's out now. Now she's and, out. And now we're down to 50 versus 100. So the marshmallow 
thing definitely is going to help sort of combat the 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 explosive power it's going to be able to absorb a lot of shotguns and a lot of shotgun shells mm. uh, there are fewer marshmallow men but i feel that i mean the, the real question oh. is if the wizard's beholden to the devil because i mean we all know that Guns aren't evil. People are evil. I'm sure that's a thing that someone said. There's once. a whole thing where guns the gun don't kill gun. people. Robbers do. <laughs> yeah. There's this whole thing that guns don't kill people, but these guns literally do kill people. <laughs> guns these are guns high enough speed to themselves are firing. Yeah. Goodness yeah. me, we'll have to accept that guns p- kill people. Oh. Yes. Oh. I can't argue with Martin's logic. I think the devil might have locked this one up. Uh, yes. I, yeah. I think, I think the, the devil answer. just. Out of numbers, even maybe if it's swelling due to uh, due sneezing to all of the, a lot, due to sure, all the allergies, well, yeah. maybe that's going to help absorb some things. And it's also the devil. Yeah. Yeah. There's a yeah. hundred of them. The devil takes it. Yeah. Yeah. In the which devil. case, I think we'll take a break there and we'll be back in a couple of minutes. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Statement of Nathan Watts regarding an encounter on Old Fish Market Close, Edinburgh. Original statement. Hello? Hello? 
This archive is off limits. Is anyone there? Martin? Martin, is that you? I swear, he's brought another dog in here. I am going to feel him. running. <clears throat> let's, uh, let's try this again. The Magnus Archives, a weekly horror podcast by Rusty Quill, available now from iTunes and all good podcast providers. For more information, visit rustyquill.com. Welcome back. So, without further ado, we're into Johnny's antagonist. Johnny, who are we fighting? Oh, this is... <laughs> um, <you're> gonna... <laughs> it's not the hardest opponent that well, Manhattan's ever seen. It's a gladiator. Oh, that's so fine. that's that's pretty it's tough. Gladiators are pretty tough. Except uh, he thinks the floor is lava. <laughs> So, we'll mainly be staying on top of cars. Well, yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> but his second attribute, uh, and the one that I think will ultimately you decide it. Martin. <laughs> you actually broken Martin. Is my gladiator who thinks the floor is actually lava can't stop sobbing. <laughs> <laughs> He's just a gladiator. <laughs> Four oh four, Martin not found. <laughs> He's just a gladiator trapped in a time that is not his own. Convinced the floor is lava, sitting on a car, a stopped taxi cab, sobbing to himself. I, I like to think this is actually Wolf from the Gladiators. He's, had a bit, he's finally had a breakdown. He can't stop sobbing and thinks the floor is lava. So who is going to put this poor specimen out of his misery? I will, for I'm a Nigerian prince armed with a railgun. <laughs> <laughs> Are we talking like an actual Nigerian prince or like an email scam Nigerian? I think prince? as long as he can operate a rail <laughs> This actually is the Nigerian prince that everyone was emailing about and no one believed anyone. Yep. What's great is he can email people and say, I'm going to shoot you with a rail gun and be like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a scam. Just it. a scam. <laughs> so I. I... I feel like I've got to beat the Nigerian prince more than I've got to beat the gladiator <laughs> at this point. So I'm bringing to the table identical twins that throw fireballs. Ooh, wow. Double okay. the He already fireballs. thinks the floor is lava. I'm, fire I'm playing is, uh, to fire that is phobia. bad for him. I am playing to that phobia. Well, guys, on the back of this epic gambit, I'm going to play what I think is probably my strongest card. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's a hipster. 
who actually Ooh. is a hypnotist. A hipster Ooh. hypnotist. A hipsternatist. A hipsternatist hipster who's going to combat the gladiator with understanding. Right. Ah. Oh, okay. That's a nice approach. Solving a of his massive yeah. problems. Ooh. Um, I'm going to go for someone who doesn't think that the floor is lava, at least. It's a, it's a, it's a bold a, play. That's <laughs> going to be an Olympic gymnast. And what that Olympic, uh, Olympic gymnast is going to be able to do is kill with a kiss. Oh. You're thinking Paul oh. into thinking, a kiss. I'm thinking someone who just avoids the gladiator and then just kisses them and, and then they die. Mm. That's, That's so bittersweet, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> so, I'm pretty it. sure I've seen that short indie movie. Yeah. <laughs> also, the also, the gladiator might be quite happy to receive a kiss if they're sobbing. So yeah. they might welcome death. Well, oh. we've, we've totally subverted this in a lovely way. Yeah. Okay, left or That's right, Johnny? Mess it up. Uh, I'm going to say... Right. I'm going right, so I've got to defeat the hipster. <laughs> now, I'm going to just say that this, this hipster hypnotist is also carrying a baby. <laughs> <laughs> as, in, as in carrying a baby, or as in literally... I think they're going to be holding the baby. Holding in, the, in the baby. Look into my eyes, look into my eyes. Not around the eyes, in my eyes. Stop right. looking at the baby! Hey! <laughs> go to sleep! <laughs> shut up, shut up! Look into my eyes, look into my eyes, go to sleep. No, not you! Oh, come <laughs> That's actually a really... Effective way to nullify the effectiveness of a hip of a hypnotist. He's just going to spend all his yeah. time sending the baby to sleep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. that's all. Are we calling them a hipsternatist? Hipsternatist. They're a hipsternatist. Yeah. So we we've actually got two separate fights going on: the hipster fighting the awakeness of the baby, and the gladiator fighting his own despair. Yeah, yeah this yeah. is this is the primaries. And then I agree. Yeah. But then there's a we'll have to see how they each deal with their own problems before we can even begin to yep. pair these against one another. Uh, well, you're identical twins who throw fireballs. I'm really sorry, Alex. Uh, they've, they've got a skunk on a stick. Oh, oh gross. And unfortunately, oh, that's disgusting. They, they have to have this with them. And so when throwing fireballs... <laughs> It's oh, going to make it a lot more they difficult only... to concentrate on the trajectory. It's fine. No wonder the gladiator's crying. So, so these guys throw fireballs. So one yeah. can presume they have a basic level of hand-eye coordination. There's two of them and only one skunk on a stick. Yeah, one of them holds it, true. throws, passes it to the other. They catch it, they throw. I feel oh, like I can dodge this quite easily. Yeah, However, I'm curious how your Nigerian prince is going to use a railgun when he has feet instead of hands. The big play comes out. Yes. <laughs> that explains all the typos in there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Can't he then just use the hands which were? Oh no 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 no. Has feet instead of hands. He still has feet too. Oh, he just has feet and then more feet. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll have to think about that. Martin, your Olympic gymnast that can kill with a kiss mm -hmm. is agoraphobic. How, how are they going to get out of the house and meet people? They're just going to be inside on the double bars weeping about this the Russian a, judge. This is Ooh. mostly a really like psychologically unhealthy battle royale this yeah. time around. It's a lot of people with legitimate problems that need to go away and like have some time for themselves. As a psychologist, I'm going to recommend counselling at this point. Yeah, just for, just you know, for just everyone. Say, You're for a everyone. hypnotist, not a psychologist. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a hipsternatist, not Hips a hypnotist. So my Nigerian, my Nigerian prince, because he is a Nigerian prince, is just going to get one of his courtiers to use the railgun to shoot the gladiator. Uh, mm. James, I have just noticed something uh, and I'm dreadfully sorry to do this. Oh, oh, no. oh, I just noticed it too. Reads, armed with a nail gun. Oh. 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 So it's a, it's a nail gun which has almost zero range 
with a gladiator who's spent a long time convinced the floor is lava, so presumably he's quite spry. Yeah, yeah, mm. uh, yeah. You're right. I know. I, I unilaterally withdraw. This is this is quite poor. That's oh, sad. Oh, I'm so sorry. sorry. No, no, that's that's fine. So, so now withdrawal. what we have is a choice between you know, basically <laughs> supportive. I mean, it's the, it's the identical twins. I'm afraid fundamentally. The gymnast is having enough time just getting out the door. I realise this. Yeah. Now. <laughs> the hipster is busy with is busy, busy with his childcare responsibilities. Yeah. The so, twins have nothing except a slightly smelly stick between them and fireballing a gladiator who's death. phobic of fire, he's lava, just, and everything so, to do with it. Uh, yeah. He's so yeah. miserable. If like, anything, yeah. more convinced that the floor is lava if he has actual See, fireballs. That's the thing, is they can just keep going yeah. until the floor yeah. is quite literally lava. I feel yeah, like they could play up to this, couldn't they? They could reach bang, 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 down bang, bang, and bang, then bang. throw something, so he's more convinced yeah. that the floor is lava. Yeah, I, I think... I'm afraid I might have finally cleaned that one up. That's a solid win, if ever I saw one. Well... We're into our final round with Ooh. James as the referee this time. Oh, right, okay. So, James, draw our antagonist whilst the rest of us draw our player cards. Okay, so the antagonist is the Illuminati. All Ooh. of them? Not an Illuminati. No, the whole Illuminati. The Illuminati who are six inches tall. <laughs> <laughs> and? And they are riding a... Ooh. Mad scientist. <laughs> <laughs> Actually makes a weird kind of sense. Yeah, okay. that's, that's a powerful allegory. Somewhat believable. Mm. That's probably why they've never been seen. Yeah, because they're hiding in the big bushy hair. Yeah, in exactly. Mel Patton baldness. They're in that. Yeah, they are. they're yeah. they're within yes. riding their mad scientist yep. who is trying to fix the Mel well, Patton. Well, then baldness. I feel like it's quite simple enough to have Miley Cyrus who can take the form of anything water based. Wow, what like a paint. I'm thinking more like tsunamis. Oh, yeah. Technically all human life, given that we're mostly water. Ugly bags of mostly water. Pretty much. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sexy flies. You know what? what? Malaria, that's a real killer. It might might be the Illuminati, but how strong are they against just being in the middle of Lake Victoria? I feel feel like there's quite a lot of plays for Miley Cyrus. I'm pretty sure that the mad scientists would, between them, have, like, one hydrofoil. A mad scientist would be uniquely well placed to uh, construct things to mm. defeat a lake a lake yeah like, like a bridge perhaps then we'll like just or, maybe that or some sort of stilt house then we'll yeah, just stick with Miley boat. Cyrus has um, taken the form of a thousand hurricanes okay wow describe <laughs> them more as air based <laughs> Ah, awesome. I, I would also describe more as air-based. You... Fine. Miley Cyrus has taken the form of all of the oceans on Earth. Okay. In do. one place. Yes. At the same time. Would that be wow. the Earth? Yes. In their current positions. <laughs> yes. Are we just describing Miley Cyrus as some sort of Gaia <gasps> figure? Oh, here uh, we go. Miley Cyrus takes the form of all the water on Earth simultaneously and just removes it from the scientists and all of the Illuminati, thus beating them by just... Turn them into a desiccated Desiccating face. them until the... Yeah. Are you saying wow. that... All life on Earth is subject to Miley Cyrus's whims, yes. That is the strong implication, isn't it? No, that makes well, sense. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm down with that. Just as long as we're on the same page. <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. Um, well, guys, so my, my play is going to be... Uh, I get to pick a movie character, and the movie character that I'm going to pick is actually Indiana Jones um, because of his wily, wholehearted, foolhardy nature Mm -hmm. and the fact that his dad is in fact Sean Connery. Well, he's proven against cults. And he's armed with a portal gun. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. So we've given Indiana Jones a portal gun with which to defeat all of the Illuminati 
while riding their mad scientists. I, I quite like the idea of Indiana Jones encountering the boulder coming towards him, puts a portal in the floor, a portal in the ceiling, leaves it just falling, falling, <laughs> falling for infinity until he meets someone he really doesn't like yeah. and just closes that loop. <laughs> Boom! Yeah. <laughs> Um, so what I'm going for here is, as, there are, as the Illuminati are only six inches tall, that's going to make a swarm of killer bees a lot, oh, a lot more immediate. Oh, when you're six inches oh, tall and you get one bee that's next That's a to bee you. the size of a Labrador, isn't it? Yeah. Like a, yeah. a Labrador that a is killer bee the size of a cross. Labrador. That's... And definitely not because most of my cards would make that worse. I'm going to give that swarm of killer bees the ability to summon anything from a hardware store. <laughs> <laughs> they want like what? that nail gun like what? a nail oh, gun yes. currently just left in the middle of the street or greg or from accounts or just anything. Yeah, yeah. Or, or, a lawnmower. or a lawnmower so if each bee or... can summon one thing basically what you're doing is summoning a swarm of bees and a hardware store just wholesale yes. just a confused yes. teenager working on a weekend <laughs> a swarm of hardware how did stores. i find myself in the middle of lake victoria <laughs> who are you he could just spawn yeah. the hardware store i am i'm spawning a swarm of hardware stores <laughs> 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 I would point out that spawning a hardware store would make the mad scientist immensely more powerful. Oh, that is a really good point. Mm. Again, I point out the word can. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's that's also I should point out a hardware store, and it's anything from a hardware store rather than. How good a hardware like, store are we talking here? Home base, uh, or like, like a B and Q, B &Q or like uh, a small building. Let's keep no, listing no, UK so brands that which, all other listeners have no idea what which we're talking is, about. Which is better, and I am the home base. <laughs> <laughs> That's the real important question here. <laughs> How much copyright infringement can we hit before the end of the episode? Right, well, I'm just going to go nice and basic. Mm -hmm. uh, so, Justin Bieber with a sonic scream. You know? Oh, yeah. Basic, okay. yeah, yeah. Well, James, pick a direction, left or right? Oh, um, the opposite way is the way we went last time. Left, then. Left. Okay. Well, you may be Indiana Jones with the portal girl. <laughs> However, I'm scared. It's the final move, so let's uh, let's shake things up with draw two random attributes. Oh. So you're Indiana oh. Jones with a portal gun, who can only move by backflipping, <laughs> and uh. can change into a. I have to pick another <laughs> card. Wow, this is actually a train of cards now. And it has to be a character from your hand. From my hand. Yes. So can change into a. <laughs> <laughs> can change into a supermodel. <laughs> <laughs> so to clarify that, Indiana Jones armed with a portal gun who can, can only, only move, move by, by backflipping back and can change into very, a supermodel at will. Very important question. Mm. Fire away. Are we talking about Indiana Jones from the old movies or current Indiana Jones from Crystal Skull? Because there were no new movies, no. there were only the he old is movies. In no position to, he is in no condition to backflip and therefore cannot move. No, no, no chance. We're not going Crystal Skull. Indiana I, Jones was a trilogy. It was a trilogy. <laughs> it was a trilogy. Yeah, we're talking like, you know. In which case, classic Harrison Ford probably could have pulled off a backflip or two. Well, besides, you could just transfer into a supermodel who's capable of backflips at will. Right then, Martin. Your swarm of killer bees mm -hmm. who can summon anything from a hardware store. Uh, I'm sorry, Martin. I'm going to have to put a bit of a blunter in this because your swarm, well, there's actually only 10 of them. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> that was great. Or that 10 swarms? Really 10 swarms? No, no there's only no. 10 of them. <laughs> there are only 10 bees in your swarm. You just lost like 90% of your swarm. <laughs> it's just way more than 90%. Uh, yeah. 
Lovely, very nice. Oh, Sorry, stingers. <laughs> I can only apologise. Yeah, I was imagining a giant army, and now it's just like a faint. Hug. Is, it, is that a it's, beak? Yeah. <laughs> ah, go well, away. Another so, one. Just, we'll just we'll open the car window. Is anyone allowed? Oh, we're fine. No. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. We'll open the car window. Oh wait, it's already been opened by a flying hammer. Where did <laughs> that come from? <laughs> well, seeing as how I'm clearly not going to win, I'm going to attempt to win by proxy and multiply the Justin Biebers. To 100, 100 Justin Biebers. 100 of them. Whoa. Wow. Whoa. Messing the game up here. Just going to throw it out there, though. Gaia Cyrus. Who's beating Gaia Cyrus? Well, currently? the thing is, you can turn into anything water-based. Yes. Which is very powerful, except... That you're in a space suit. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I can turn into the entirety of the oceans of Earth in, in a, a space, space suit. <laughs> it's a sealed, it's closed. What what are you gonna do? You're just you're now just a, a inflated spacesuit. You're basically... I mean, I mean though, the question is, is I mean, how how do the laws of physics play into this? Because if I condense all of the oceans on Earth into a spacesuit, what you have there is just a massive explosion. The question is, is this spacesuit a normal spacesuit, or is it, you know, a suit that is genuinely I cannot break out of? I think that's down that's to the referee. That's going to be down to the referee. I, yeah, I think it's going to be... So you're, you're in a spacesuit. I think you've then got the amount of volume that's within a spacesuit. So if you've got ah. anything that's like the volume of human body, say a seal, sure. then you could maybe transform into that. Oh, or okay. like a lot of herring. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Actually, you know what? This, I've just realised this has gone full circle now because we started out with a gelatinous Darth Vader and yeah. we finished with Miley Cyrus who is now water in a spacesuit. We say that Miley Cyrus is Darth Vader. Is yes, that... that's the point I'm making Good. here, James okay. Ross. And that is the point I'm I want to make. Open your eyes, sheeple. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and have to remove myself from the running because I feel like a spacesuit full of water is <laughs> it's not really going to be bringing a lot to this do we, do we allow water elementals but even then I'm no. still in a suit like I feel like I'm out of this I feel like I'm gone I think you're probably right yeah okay Gaia Cyrus in a space uh, suit no more the swarm in inverted commas of bees <laughs> is also out one of them might drop a hammer on, on, happenstance on is not enough to beat <laughs> you them can, you can drop a hammer on any given illuminatum yeah but, yeah. <laughs> you know, you're facing the Illuminati here. The There's a lot of them. And they're small targets. And they're yeah. riding mad scientists. So yeah. I think... Elite, no, 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 no. That's the entire Illuminati, who are six inches tall, riding one mad scientist. scientist. So the entire Illuminati are on this mad scientist's shoulders. He isn't going to be using any of the hardware. He's going to be crushed under the weight I don't of know, six inches tall I, like, I would have assumed that we're talking about, if they can all fit on a mad scientist, we're probably talking about the inner circle. Okay. You know, the, the real people who run the world. Okay. That's <laughs> <laughs> why we've never found them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they were wearing these novelty glasses that just like pyramids around the eyes. Cool. Okay, I think the mad scientist. The, the mad scientist. Uh, well, firstly, he's going to deal with the bees because the mad scientist is going to have like a rolled up periodical uh, on mad science. He'll just but repurpose his one, shark repellent spray. Yeah. Be fine. yeah. One, two, three, four. He's got one of new scientists, one of mad scientists. <laughs> Yeah, one of new scientists, one of old scientists, one of borrowed scientists, and one of blue scientists. He's going to a wedding later. Or the supermodel. Indiana Jones is in a portal gun, moving only using backflips, who can change into a supermodel at will. Uh, see, that's funnier, but technically Johnny's would win with the Justin Bieber with the, the I mean, choir of Sonic yeah, but you're just I'm really enjoying this. I haven't, pla- I haven't been playing the funny ones. No. I've been playing the ones that get the job done. Yes. Yeah, but so here's the problem is, you're all just thinking this is a direct confrontation. I mean, 
What happens if Indiana Jones, who can turn into a supermodel at will, happens to turn into the supermodel that manages to turn the heads of all of the Illuminati, okay, uh, and the mad scientists, mm. and can suddenly just get in behind, whack out the portal gun, boulder to the head? I yeah, mean, that's where, that's where he's keeping the, that, the, the orange portal while he's. That, the, the, the orange portal, the, the boulder's just. In po- in blue I, I'm orange. not in blue the orange. Illuminati would see the supermodel. Their hoods are pulled very low. Mm. And they've got the novelty glasses mm. on. But amazing feet. That's what the supermodel has. Oh. Like, really amazing feet. That probably makes all the difference. That's it. I think that's the clincher. <laughs> <laughs> and for any of the and for for any of the uh, non-heterosexuals, there's Harrison Ford. That's true. That's yeah, true, that's very hey, true. Supermodel doesn't mean woman. Let's just spell that oh, out. Oh yeah, 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 you yeah. can have male supermodels. It doesn't say what sort of supermodel it is. I mean, it might be a catwalk model, or it might be like a really good airfix one, like a Messerschmitt. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> and it's been painted really well. Like somebody who's got like the proper paints and they've put all the transfers on. That's and, like, this is yeah. really nice. And they put a proper bit of fishing wire on so they can. Hey, hang it I still maintain that a bunch of the Illuminati people who like secret societies would probably be into a super model, model. still. I think yeah. I think the tactic remains I think, valid. The thing is, though, I think in terms of likely defences. Um, I don't think that Indiana Jones is more likely than Justin, 100 Justin Bieber's with Sonic Streams to be wearing the tinfoil cap that would be required to resist the Illuminati's mind control powers. Although, I should mention, and I don't want to shoot myself in the foot here, mm. uh, but Justin Bieber is 100% definitely already controlled by the Illuminati. Open oh. your eyes! Oh. Yeah, good point. So that is a good point. Actually, there's a point. We don't know who is and isn't but, controlled no, by the Illuminati. If anything, though, that just means that when Bieber stabs the Illuminati in the back, they never saw it coming, negating saying... Indiana Jones's advantage of surprise. Are you uh... saying that Justin Bieber, 100 Justin Bieber's, are the New World Order? <laughs> I think I am. You better believe it. Right, Call it, James. It, I'm out. Call it, James. <laughs> oh, I, 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 I'm so terrified by that prospect. It's got to be Indiana Jones. Yeah! Oh, sorry. <laughs> Right, well, I, I think, think that means we're two apiece. Yeah. We're two apiece. Shall oh. we have a quick tiebreaker where we each draw one yeah, character, one, card, yeah. one Off attribute, the t- and then we just decide. And we just decide. Yep. Okay, all right. So Are you happy I've with got, this? I, I accept got this. All right, fire away. The player to your left, Hello. James, James Ross. Ross. Hold yeah. on, shall, <laughs> I draw, shall I draw mine now? Or do you... Yes. Okay, here we go. So I've got an octopus. Okay. And James, James Ross, Ross has two peg legs. Ah, see me a cruel mistress. She took both of my legs in the divorce. <laughs> against uh, an octopus? Against an octopus. Whose hands are covered in butter. <laughs> it has no hands. That's just that's calamari. That's what that is. That is that's all that is. I feel I feel like okay, um, so this octopus isn't giant, it isn't anything else. Okay, so we have a James Ross who's clearly used to the sea mm-hmm. encountering what can only be described as dinner. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm quite hungry, like. I mean quite the octopus a lot. would try yeah. and grab him, but it's, it's, not, just, it's, not, giant. Or, yeah. it's not giant. Your it's average octopus, octopus, I could just yeah. punch it. That is actually a good point. It is just it's a just normal a, size. I mean, octopus. your average uh, octopus like is significantly smaller than like the only thing it would have access to would be the legs, and they're made of wood. <laughs> it's not going to make any difference. Actually, yes. Guys, I think we've missed a trick here. Uh, James Ross, hello. Tell us how you defeat this octopus. I mean, you are in this game. Yes. That's a, that's a really good point. Defeat yeah. the octopus. Here's an octopus. It's, it's a... about the size of both of my hands together, yeah. not much more than that. We're in downtown New York. I'm defined <laughs> with a buttery octopus. <laughs> Statistically, I am in quite a nice restaurant. So how I mean, like, do you I... send it back and ask for something more <laughs> yeah. appealing? I, I either do that or... <laughs> I think it's a bit undercooked. Yeah. <laughs> Garçon, 
mind. Um, so that's that's how I deal with that. That would be my, my basic approach. It's a slight anticlimax, but I feel like it's a legitimate yeah, winter. It, legit. It's not an anticlimax. We've, we've finally we've had the hero of the piece emerge. Um, <laughs> emerge victorious from yeah. the mire. So I feel like not only Johnny, but James Ross himself is also the winner here. I think so. so. Hey. Yeah. yeah. Well... I think, I think Superfight yes. is the real winner. Oh, um, yeah. Well, we that was a fun you, one. You, the listener at home, the, the, the real winner. winner. Yeah. All of you, individually. <laughs> well, Especially <I> think... you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yep, that's been Meeting the Crew, the first half. There'll be another one, and I think we'll probably play some more Superfight. It's a fun one. But uh, it's been a pleasure to have you all on the show. And I will see you on another podcast. Oh, yes, you will. Where I will scare you. <laughs> <laughs> well anyway that's uh, bye from all of us until next week bye guys bye, bye. Rusty Quill Gaming is a podcast distributed by RustyQuill.com and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial International License today's episode was recorded and produced by Alexander J. Newell to comment on episodes, make donations, and view links, images, videos, and show notes, visit rustyquill.com. Rate and review us on iTunes. Visit us on Facebook. Tweet us on Twitter at the Rusty Quill, or email us at mail at rustyquill.com. Thanks for listening. Idea. That was a very <laughs> bad idea. Just to go back, Alex, no, are you saying it. that this isn't going out live? Um, it's going out loud to the future. So what happens to all my swearing racist screeds? Oh, of course they'll, of course they'll make it through. That's fine. Good. That's Good. fine. We, we, Good. We, we don't ever edit everything. Don't that you free speech, silence. man. Free speech. <laughs> you can't, can't silence me. Just because we want to say that, like... Yeah. Censorship. And that's censorship, man. <laughs> censorship. Free speech means me being able to say whatever I want to say, whenever I want to say it, and everyone has to listen. That's what free speech is. And that's, that's, that's an edit point. That's going to be so much editing. So much editing. Like, he lies through his teeth at Luke. Size matters in the force. And he struggles with a column. She's significant. He says size matters not. Um... We'll, we'll take the semantic, you know, differences aside. <laughs> Martha I'm glad that was corrected. I feel we've all been enriched by that. Uh, yeah, we've, why we've really got somewhere here. Enriched uh, we've been. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, that's uh, bye from all of us until next week. Bye, guys. Bye. What is it with you and drops? The dust Oh, you in the house. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Hello all, it's Helen here, the voice of Azu from Rusty Quill Gaming and the host and director of Enthusiasm. Today, I'm here to tell you about... The Program. The Program audio series is a science fiction anthology podcast set in a world where money, state, and God are fused into a single entity. Every episode is a standalone story featuring ordinary people inhabiting this extraordinary world. And for them, it's not the future that is terrifying, but our present. The Program is sometimes funny, sometimes poignant, but it is always smart. Find out more about the program at www.rustyquill.com or www.programaudioseries.com or search for the Program Audio Series wherever you listen to your podcasts. Have fun and enjoy the episode. 